Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. I'm your host, Sean Needham, and I have the wonderful opportunity of having Dr. Courtney Sanfelice on our show again. This is her third time on our show, I believe, and she is a fellow pharmacist, and I love using her as a resource. So go back and look her up on the Moses Lake Professional Pharmacy YouTube channel. She did a um, great uh, podcast on CBD, and the one before that was uh, Courtney. Help me out. What did we, we did proton pump inhibitors. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And so, if anybody is taking a proton pump inhibitor and you don't want to be taking a proton pump inhibitor, which long term you should not. So, like Prilosec, Prevacid, uh, Protonics, all those are not meant to be used long term. So, go back and search for Courtney in our podcast. Uh, on our YouTube channel, and you will um, learn how to wean off of those. Today, Courtney is going to be discussing L-glutathione. Some of you may be familiar with that. It's a very potent antioxidant, helps to prevent oxidative stress in our bodies um, to prevent lots of problems. Um, when you think about inflammation and oxidation, those are problems in our body long-term for aging and for just um, stress overall in our body. So Courtney is going to be going into that today. And without further ado, Courtney, I'm just going to give it to you. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank you so much for having me on again. I love, I love our discussions. They're so much fun. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. <laughs> so yes, glutathione, I think that it's so important and a lot of people don't really know what it is and how important it is in our bodies. Um, like Sean said, it is the most potent antioxidant that is in our body. A lot of it lives in the liver and it helps fight off a lot of things that we take into our body, on our body, whether it's foods, whether it's environmental factors, the things that we are putting in and on our bodies. And that toxic load is something needs to break it down. And glutathione is the number one um, antioxidant that actually does that. I don't think it gets enough credit in our body. It's actually next to water. It's actually the second most abundant molecule on our body, which is pretty cool. So really? It is. Isn't that That's awesome? good trivia. It <laughs> is a good trivia question. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, they hear about it or they say, you know, it's maybe in passing and hearsay, but it's really important to focus on your levels of, of glutathione. And until recently, a lot of times it wasn't available, like bioavailability available taking orally, there was a lot of studies being done in the past where they were kind of like flops, where they were like, well, it's not really working to get the job done. Our body naturally produces it, but trying to supplement with it orally was a problem until more recently when they've came out with different products that make it more bioavailable. So our body naturally produces glutathione and we're born with a ton of it. And of course, like most, most things in our body, as we get older, as we age, our, our levels of glutathione go down. Um, in addition to the different factors that we put on our body, that the different stress factors, the different chemicals, the different foods we eat, the things that the glutathione actually is, is using. To, we, we use the glutathione to process these things. Again, we're depleting our natural source of it, and we want to be able to increase, um, to increase that. So, whether it be through, so some of the things that, that glutathione is used for is um, 
like Sean said, it's used as an antioxidant, um, which I always like to break it down to people, you know, like an apple, biting an apple when when it turns brown very quickly, our cells in our body are constantly, we're constantly generating new cells in our body. And what we do to feed those, those cells um, is imperative. And taking care of glutathione is probably the number one best thing that you can do because that's what's going to help prevent those cells in our body from turning into disease cells versus, you know, into healthy functioning cells. So it's important to keep our levels of glutathione up as we age. So let's talk a little bit about bioavailability for those of us that might not know what bioavailable means. Um, can you go into the history of that or just a discussion about that? Yes. So we have a lot of things that we take into our body. For example, we'll use, you know, calcium and vitamin D might be a good example. So, you know, you can take in all the calcium, you know, that you want, but if you don't have enough vitamin D in your body, you're not going to absorb your calcium to your bones and to the right places for it to function properly. So, so glutathione is abundantly available in our body. However, if we're not, if we're taking a source that's from an outside source, so we have endogenous, which our body produces glutathione that we use every day that's happening in our body every day, it's using to fight off disease and keep us healthy. But when we're looking at supplementing with glutathione, we want to make sure that it's actually working and that it's that we're absorbing it properly. And so that it goes to where it needs to go so that it can actually work as an antioxidant um, amongst other things. So there is a component, um, Cetria, which is there were studies done in Japan. It was actually a study done in Japan and it was done to kind of combat these prior studies where you can't take oral glutathione. Um, in the past, it was a lot of um, a lot of topicals. And I don't know if you are familiar with that, Sean, with um, with compounding. I actually asked um, the owner of the pharmacy who does a lot of compounding. And he said back in the day, he used to have a, um, a, a customer with that was on the spectrum and it actually helped. They use topical. And I guess that was the only way that you could could use it like back in the day where it was like there you couldn't take it orally. So this new study that was done um, more recently in Japan, it has this component where it's basically the gold standard of glutathione, where you can take it. If you if you're taking an oral product, you want to make sure that it's this um, that it's based that the cetria are based so that it's actually working and can can function in your body like your normal source, your, your endogenous glutathione does as well. Yeah. Years ago, I always was, you know, we used to compound um, injectable glutathione and um, maybe some inhaled. Um, so, you know, via nebulizer. And that was the only way it was bioavailable, i.e., like you say, it wasn't bioavailable if we swallowed it. So until there's until the recent formulation. So um, I was actually pleasantly surprised when I started seeing um, a product with glutathione um, oral in it. So tell us a little bit more about the specific of why it's important to get a good glutathione product to make sure it's absorbed orally. Absolutely. So with all supplements, anything that you're putting into your body, especially the over-the-counter products, you always want to make sure that you're using a reputable brand that backs themselves with whether it be clinical trials or whether they're doing third-party outside testing. That you know, a company that really wants to stand by their products and and what they're putting out there because there's so many bad products 
on the market because they're not controlled by anybody. There's nobody that's watching over them. There's nobody that guarantees what is in them is in them. So you want to use a company that's that that actually stands by their product that uses the third party testing. Um, I find that the 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 what the one brand that I love of L glutathione is orthomolecular, and that that is one of the the, the company that actually that was involved in this study that showed the bioavailability with this cetria in it. So having um, having that in it is 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 how the is 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 the the gold standard and if you don't see a product that actually physically has that on the label then it should be avoided at all costs it's not really what it is it's basically just expensive urine if you want to be technical you know you're not yeah. it's not it doesn't have any it won't be absorbed properly if it doesn't have that in it yeah and i know up until a few years ago when this product came out it was um we were recommended to patients they take NAC and acetylcysteine because it converts to L-glutathione. Can you discuss that? Yes. So there's three amino acids that make up. It's basically glutathione is a compound of three amino acids and it's the cysteine, glycine and glutamic acid. So the three of those, the N-acetylcysteine is the component of it. And basically the three of, of those amino acids are what you need to actually form glutathione. So without those, you can't have glutathione. So even supplementing with those, like taking an N-acetylcysteine supplement actually helps increase your endogenous levels of glutathione, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is. So what would some reasons be why somebody would take L-glutathione? More than just preventative oxidative stress, is there certain disease states that um, they should take it? So in general, helping prevent disease. So, so as a pre preventative to take it to help produce those healthy cells. So in general, when we look at why, what causes our endogenous glutathione to go down. So what we would want to do is increase it for people because, because people with, let's just say certain disease states like diabetes or obesity, um, heart disease, they have they're, they're, they're people that have lower levels of glutathione. They're things that cause um, our levels to go down. So chronic disease is important. So supplementing with that actually helps build the healthy cells so that in turn, they're not worsening their disease state or contributing to it as well. Um, it's really important as a um, detoxifying agent. So it's housed mostly in the liver. So all of the things that we, um, the things that are processed in our liver, whether they be medications or just any kind of toxins that we're bringing into our body where the liver breaks down and basically we excrete them. And instead of holding on to them where they can become poisonous in our body, the glutathione actually breaks down, you know, what we're putting into our bodies and, um, and we ex excrete it. Um, it's also important in um, UV, UV, exposure, UV exposure. So any kind of sunlight exposure, actually sunlight is, glutathione actually metabolizes sunlight. So, um, so when you have overexposure to to sunlight, it actually, your levels go down. So treating with um, glutathione is really important there. And there's actually a pretty cool study done, which a lot of people will love the, our vein people who are, are into skincare. Actually, after 
six month study of being on glutathione for daily, it actually helps brighten the skin as well as helps reduce the brown spots and aging in your skin. So it actually reverses the sun damage, um, taking it from the inside out basically, which is pretty cool. Um, and then they kind of proved the study with, okay, take, take away the glutathione after we've taken it and have seen the differences and actually it comes back. So, um, that was another cool study that was done as well. Well, I'm definitely going to have to start out glutathione. <laughs> I just um, did it like a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that does make sense. I mean, you know, because UV rays, the sun, you know, is oxidative stress. It's causing stress on the skin. And so if if L-glutathione is a strong antioxidant, it makes sense that, um, you know, it would reverse that damage or prevent that damage. So that's really good to know, especially as we you know, start going in out of winter and more into some sunshine, hopefully. Absolutely. And, and another thing, um, alcohol. So when you glutathione is the primary metabolizer of alcohol. So if you're feeling kind of crappy after one too many gin and tonics the night before, glutathione actually helps reduce your hangover the next day as well. And it's funny, when I was doing research before this podcast, I, I left because I was like in pharmacy school. I remember them being like, okay, toxic combination, having a beer on the beach um, and you have a headache and take Tylenol, like the yeah. three Right. The thione, you know, uses to metabolize. It's like the recipe for disaster. So yeah, it makes total sense with the sunlight. So, um, so, you know, any kind of UV exposure, even after the fact, you know, of, you know, the little spots that, you know, that we're, that we see as we're getting older and it actually helps reduce those, which is cool. So it's like, a, it's a longer process, you know, it's like a, the study was done. I think it was six months into the study was when the actual results started to be seen of taking the daily dose. And it can be anywhere from 250 milligrams to a thousand milligrams today. I think they said kind of like the gold standard was like in the middle range, like 500 milligrams mm -hmm. a day. So um, yeah, so I've been taking mine for the past month. So along with that, my collagen, I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah, right. Well, you're looking good. Um, so I'm going to get a little um, geeky on us as pharmacists because I just realized something you talked about um, alcohol and acetaminophen. And we also talked about N-acetylcysteine. Um, so, you know, you talk about L-glutathione being, you know, detoxifying and obviously alcohol is a poison. It needs to be detoxified in the liver. We all know it's rough on the liver. And then I just realized when I talked about N-acetylcysteine and then you brought up acetaminophen, what do we use for acetaminophen overdoses in hospital? N-acetylcysteine. Right? <laughs> I mean, so th this is not, you know, this is not far-fetched stuff we're talking about. I mean, this is real stuff that, you know, N-acetylcysteine has saved people's lives from acetaminophen overdoses. So, um, you know, that's common in the hospital. So um, there's really no reason to not think that it's not going to help us in smaller doses all the time um, to detoxify our body. Um, and we're just talking about, because N-acetylcysteine converts to L-glutathione. Now we have an oral form of L-glutathione, which can be absorbed. So that is awesome. I just thought about that. 
Thank you I for know. <laughs> no, it's pretty cool. And it is. And, and acetylcysteine is another one of my favorite supplements to recommend to everybody too, especially, you know, for, you know, in right now treatment and prevention of COVID. I know there was a lot of controversy and talk of, oh, don't use certain things. But N-acetylcysteine was one of my main things that I told people in the past few years to start supplementing with because it really does a lot of great things for the body. It detoxes and it, and it works as an antioxidant, which is so important right now. It's just, you know, there's just so many toxins that we take in on the daily and um, and to know even deeper that, yes, it's it's actually doing a job to convert the glutathione. You know, it's not even what the N-acetylcysteine is doing itself, but what it's actually contributing to as part of the glutathione, that it's all parts of a puzzle, you know, to achieve the same goal. Right, right. So speaking of supplements, you already named two. We named L-glutathione. We named uh, uh, N-acetylcysteine. Um, if you were going to recommend to a patient uh, other important supplements, what would they be? So some of my favorites are magnesium, I think is really important. And I'm actually, um, I'm actually have somebody coming on one of my podcasts in next month and I'm learning more about um, topical magnesium. I, I, I don't know enough right now to talk about it, but um, oral is important for so many reasons, but Topical magnesium is apparently, um, it does so many great things for the body by, by just absorbing it, like almost like a foot, like a foot bath with, um, with product. And, and she actually sent me some products and it's her whole business that she does is all about detoxing with, um, with topical magnesium. But I love magnesium for so many different reasons, even just orally. It just is so great for, um, it helps with the absorption of vitamin D. It helps just heart health. Uh, a lot of people use it for sleep, um, just the circulatory system in general. That's one of my favorite um, supplements to recommend. Um, definitely the omegas and um, CoQ10 for heart health. Omega is so important too. You know, a lot of people don't understand that if they're not having, you know, their omega, the right omega and fatty acids, they're not absorbing the micronutrients, the micronutrients in their body that they need to. So, you know, they can be eating very healthy, but if they're not getting enough omegas or the correct fatty acids that they're not, you know, you know, they're not absorbing everything else properly, all of the other healthy things that they might be doing. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Let's go back to magnesium. I, you know, magnesium is an excellent smooth muscle relaxant, um, you know, and not only for, you know, striated muscle, but also for, um, you know, vascular. So it can help to relax us. It can help, like you say, people sleep. Um, you know, it can help for muscle soreness. As compound pharmacists, before there used to be um, commercial available products with magnesium liquid we used to make compounded up but now yeah but now there's plenty of options out there for um you know that are you can get over the counter without being compounded so um what was the other thing you mentioned omega-3s yeah omega-3s are so important um we could get into the nuts and bolts of that with epa and dha and how important it is because not every fish oil supplement is created equal <laughs> And in general, <laughs> right. And in general, I tell patients that if it smells rotten, it is rotten. Um, there's something to be said about that. And, and you do get what you pay for. So don't look at the overall dose when you're looking at omega threes. Um, don't look at the overall dose of fish oil being one gram. Um, look at the overall dose of EPA and DHA, which is the active ingredient in fish oil. Um, so 
those are the important things when it comes to omega-3s. And yeah, without those good fats to absorb the micronutrients, every every body, every cell in our body has needs omega, omega-3s, every cell. And if we don't have it, our, our cells will not be healthy. And like you say, we can't absorb stuff too from our gut either. So what was the other one you said after omega-3? Um, oh, it's CoQ10. CoQ10. Oh, yes, yes. Tell us about CoQ10. Educate us. I love CoQ10 just for overall heart health, but I feel like so many people, especially when I'm in the pharmacy setting, um, statin medications, I... I've watched just people transform their lives with CoQ10 just because statin medications, they deplete your natural source of CoQ10, why it's there to, to work, to do all its good stuff for your heart. So even when I tell people, you know, you should supplement a lot of people who come in with muscle pain. I mean, it's, it's real. It's, yeah. I mean, anybody who's listening, that's been on a statin or knows somebody on a statin that complains of muscle pain. If they haven't taken a statin, to, if they haven't taken CoQ10 to stop it, they should get on it immediately because it's kind of like that. It works. Um, usually within a week, people come back and say, oh my gosh, the muscle pain is gone. I can't believe I've been struggling with this for 10 years on the statin. And, you know, I've been having leg pain and it's gone. And not even that, the people that aren't even suffering physically, the people that aren't noticing a difference per se, like, oh, I'm having muscle pain or I'm feeling super tired. They're just not giving themselves enough. They're basically silently hurting their heart because, you know, if you're taking something that's depleting something in your body that's there to do something good and you're using it to metabolize, you know, a foreign substance that you're putting into your body, you want it, you have to replace it in order to keep your heart at maximum health. So I'm a big fan of CoQ10 as well. Yeah. And let's just say that again. Anybody that's on a statin, should be on CoQ10, period. 120%. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, that's that's a big, that's a big, big takeaway if you're on a statin. Now we did do a podcast on statins. We've done a few of them actually a few weeks ago with Dr. Josh Levitt. And um if you if you are on a statin and you want to know more about it and you want to know more about cholesterol, go into that episode. It was a few weeks ago. Search in our YouTube channel because uh um, lots of good information there about, about statins. So, um, all right. I, I got to ask, cause I was kind of, it was a loaded question, honestly, because, um, I, I have been talking for years now about the most important supplement that we can take. And I think when I say it, you'll probably realize it. And you probably tell your patients this, it just gets forgotten about because we talk about it so much, but I think the most important supplement anybody can take if they're going to take one, pick one supplement is vitamin D3. Yeah. I was just waiting for you to say that. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, you said it. I was going to say D3. Yes. Yeah. So um, most, uh, and here's why vitamin D3 is uh, all of us are low in it. I, I, I mean, when patients even ask, well, should I get my vitamin D checked? I'm like, uh, you're going to be low. So, you know, it's probably a waste of time, waste of money. Now, if you want to know, I would, so this is what I usually recommend. I recommend that you supplement first with between five to 10,000 units a day of vitamin D3. And then if you want to see where you're at, then you can get your level checked. Um, and, you know, you want to be in the optimal range, not just 30. 30 is normal. 30 to 100 is normal. You don't want to be 30. You want to be over 60, a level of over 60. And um, again, it's inexpensive. I mean, you're talking like it's $15 for a three-month supply. 
All of us are low in it, especially in the northern latitudes, especially in the winter, because vitamin D is made in the sun in response to um, in response to sunlight. Vitamin D is made in the skin. And um, in the winter, we don't get as much sun, especially in the northern latitudes, um, because the closer we are to the equator, the further south we are and closer to the equator, the more directly the sun's rays hit us. So and here's another thing. Even if we are out in the sun, what do we do when we go out in the sun? We wear sunscreen yep. and or and or we cover up and we do that to prevent, you know, skin damage and possibly skin cancer or sunburn, um, which which, you know, all those are real. But we do need vitamin D and I believe we need real vitamin D from the sun, too. I believe getting outside is you can't you can't um, supplement away from getting out in the sun and the importance of getting out in the sun. So, um, yeah, vitamin D and vitamin D is a hormone in itself. It's got a cholesterol backbone. So it is created like a, like a hormone. And that's why it does so much in our body. I know in pharmacy school, um, Courtney, basically we learned that the only thing it was good for was to help calcium be absorbed into bones and for bone health. Well, it's good for your brain. It's good to prevent all kinds of, um, problems when it um, they've shown that they can reduce cancer risk um, they've shown that vitamin d levels were low vitamin d levels were associated with um, worse outcomes with covid um, vitamin d vitamin d vitamin d um, everybody everybody needs it and even if you are um, living further south you still usually need vitamin d because we're just not out in the sun enough agreed I know it's, and I, and I did forget it. Cause it's almost like the, it's the one that just comes out that I say. Right. And, and I knew it. I knew that's why you forgot it because it's just, it's, it's a given, you know, and, but again, as, as, as pharmacists, we need to remember this because I will tell you the story about the vitamin D one time. Um, this is why it's so important. One of the reasons it's so important to me, we forget about it because we just think people know what we know and they don't. So we need to educate people how important vitamin D is. And I had a patient one time that went on a hormone replacement and about a year later, she came back. I said, well, how are you doing? She says, you know, I was doing great. Um, I was doing good. Um, but what really changed my, what really changed and made, was a game changer was I started doing a lot better when a few months ago I started taking vitamin D and I'm like, I, I couldn't believe I, I didn't tell her that, you know? And so for a year, she didn't feel as optimal as she could have because she wasn't taking vitamin D. And so I just try to remind all patients, vitamin D, vitamin D, vitamin D. Agreed. I know. I feel like it's just, it is. I feel like I spew it out all day in the pharmacy and it is, it's, it's so important. And I think that it's, it's cool that doctors are telling people that too, because sometimes they'll come in and they're looking for it without us having to do, but there's always, you know, I always make sure I have the displays up and I always make sure I'm reminding people, especially over the past two years, when we knew that at the higher doses, yes, they were taking it for, you know, okay, maybe 2,000, 3,000 units a day, but now we're educating them. You want to take 5,000 to 10,000 units a day because it's really helping with everything, including your immune system, which is really important right now as well. So, and then there's the whole factor of like the prescription vitamin D that is just maddening because there's one doctor in the, in the, the local doctor that keeps writing for vitamin D too. And I'm like, no, we keep calling. They keep sending it over for the D2. Sometimes we just change them over ourselves. We're like, it's the wrong one. But, um, um, you know, but, but taking 
it's it's a lot of doctors are writing for like you know the once a week the once a weekly dose as well for people but i think you're absolutely right you know sometimes we think it's it's known out there because it's so out there but you know more people do know but i think that it is it's important for us to educate them and for us to get them on it which you know it's one of those things that i do i'm like you know all day long i feel like i'm telling people when i'm at the pharmacy well i i'm you know what that that's that's our job um, so I, I'm okay with that. That's what pharmacists should be doing. And I, and I appreciate pharmacists like yourself that do educate patients on this, um, because it is, it is so important. So speaking of vitamin D2, the prescription vitamin D, what's the brand name, um, Courtney? Re I don't, Replesta, I think, is that true? I, what is it? Replesta and it's once a week, 50,000 unit vitamin D, D2. I've never seen. We just have them as the Ergo Calcifatrol and the Calso Calcifatrol. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. And, and I know some people will say, well, my doctor prescribed it and it's covered in my insurance and that's why I did it. But let, let, let's look at it this way, is that um, vitamin D2, the prescription vitamin D, it is the inactive form of vitamin D. It has to be converted to vitamin D3 to be active. And um, you can get vitamin D3 over the counter. Um, you can even get the once a week stuff, 50,000 units. Orthomolecular has one. I'm a big believer in that one because um, if, you, if you're late on a dose, it's not as important as if you miss a, uh, a dose of, of once a day vitamin D. Vitamin D has a half-life of 19 days. So you can take it once a week, no problem. Um, and it's 15 bucks for like, you know, a three month supply. So most of the time your insurance is going to be, your copay is going to be more than that for a, a prescription vitamin D, which has four tablets in it, I think. So it'd be good for a month. Is that correct? Usually. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, you know, think of it that way. You can get over the counter vitamin D 50,000 unit and you'll probably be um, much better off because it's just, it's already the active form of vitamin D. It is. And I like to do that one, especially in like the elderly community too, because a lot of times they're taking a lot of other pills or supplements or, you know, just forgetting to take their dose. So sometimes it's nice to just know, okay, they only have to take it the once a week and, and, you know, want to be done with it for the week. So that's, you know, also who I like to promote that to as well. For sure. And, and so when we're, as we're on this topic, um, what other supplement would you like to um, discuss today? If, if, if patients are going to take something, what would you recommend? Um, well, it depends. It depends. I have my people that I like to, you know, I'm the pharmacist that doesn't like to give the prescriptions to people. So when they come in, you know, with their cholesterol, I, I love bergamot. That's one of my favorites too. When I have people come back and their doctors are like, what are you doing? Why are your cholesterol levels coming down? And you're either not on a statin or they want to increase their statin dose. Um, that's a big one that I like to, um, that I like to recommend to people as well. Um, to put them on a combination of that, like CoQ10 and, and a good omega. Um, let's say I'm trying to think of my, my favorites. Um, I don't know. Well, so I'm going to let you plug yourself a minute here. Okay. Yes. So tell me about your, this, tell me about this book. Oh, oh, look at you. <laughs> so yes, I'm so excited. So my book is coming out. 
um, on the 22nd. And um, all of these fabulous ladies, we are all telling our story of how we changed our own health as well as our career paths to, you know, from the traditional, uh, whether it be pharmacists, nurse practitioners. Um, I think most of us are pharmacists and nurse practitioners, but how we kind of changed the trajectory of our career as traditional pharmacists um, and are now working in the functional medicine space to help people get to the root cause of their health issues by helping with, instead of the prescription, we're helping get off of prescriptions and using, whether it be um, supplements and nutraceuticals or nutrition and, um, or even just lifestyle modifications. So really working with clients one-on-one -on -one to help them. And it's our story of how kind of we, my story is, is about, I know I talked a little bit about it when I was on the podcast last time, um, how I went off of a medication that I was on, Celexa, for 16 years for mm -hmm. anxiety and started with CBD and never looked back. I've been on it now for over five years and, you know, never thought I'd be able to go off of a prescription with a plan, especially as a pharmacist. And, you know, and it's, it's pretty amazing. And, and now how I turn that into, you know, my business balance wellness solutions and how um, I'm really following my passion of really taking the time to work with people one-on-one -on -one and helping them achieve their health and wellness goals. So I'm really excited that it's, um, coming out the 22nd and we're all really excited to um to be published authors it's so exciting i love it i love it i'm i'm so proud of you and you. i love what you're doing uh i love that you know pharmacists are you know really realizing that you know drug therapy is not the answer to everything and um you know changing our our patients lifestyles is what's going to make the biggest difference in their lives it's so true. And even like your last question, when you were talking to about like which supplements, you know, it's also very patient specific. I love yeah. the idea of we do um, like drug depletion and replenishment is what I really focus on with my clients and my patients in the pharmacy, you know, looking what medications they're on and what they're actually being depleted in and, you know, taking it from there and kind of saying, well, you know, when you're taking X, Y, Z, we really need to supplement with this because, you know, everybody's different. Everybody's needs are different. And it's so important to look at them individually and see, you know, hey, what what in your body could be possibly you be lacking in due to your medication? or just your lifestyle in general, any disease states, that sort of thing. That is so true. That is so true. And, you know, everybody is an individual. We need to treat them as individuals. So um, I, I love, I definitely love that approach. So Courtney, as, as we wind up this podcast, um, tell our listeners and viewers the best way to get a hold of you. So I am on Instagram. Um, my handle there is Dr.Courtney with a K dot Sanfilis. You can find me there or on um, Facebook. I am Courtney Chicoletti Sanfilis. And my website is www.wellness-solutions.co. And you can book a call with me on there, a connect call to discuss if you would like to work with me um, and just check out all the services that I have to offer. I love it. I love it. And we're going to definitely have you on again. So um, I just appreciate you being a great resource for us as a, another pharmacist that believes in, you know, lifestyle modifications, health and wellness, um, you know, to, to fix disease states instead of just giving drugs to treat problems, to treat symptoms. 
Agreed. I know. Yeah. I'm with you. It's 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 so powerful and it's it's it so it's so awesome to make when you really make an impact on somebody and they actually see changes and you know it's just it's so rewarding. It's it's kind of the path that I feel like I've always been on, but now it's like I'm there. Great, <laughs> great. I'm I'm glad you are. Well, thank you, um, Courtney, for being on our show today and helping us realize the goal of educating and empowering people to take charge of their own health. So thank you so much. And tune in Monday, 1230 to 130, our podcast, um, as always, um, will be Monday, 1230 to 130. And I'm not sure who we have on as a guest, but check it out. Look out for it on Facebook. And um, as always, streaming on my personal Facebook page and the Moses Lake Professional Pharmacy Facebook page and YouTube site. So check it out. And the podcast forms. Go like and subscribe to the podcast forms and listen to us while you're driving. So um, thanks for tuning in to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Thank you. Thanks.